Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of the Illicit Podcast. First and foremost, I'm ill. I would admit it. My voice might sound a bit weird. And I'll try my best not to. If I cough, forgive me. I will try to cut it out, but it is what it is, you know what I mean? This is all about getting these episodes out to you guys. And today I want to do an episode that's important to me still. It's basically going to be a wrap-up on this year itself. 2018. 2018 is probably... Um, the best year of my life. Like. It did so much for me. Like. It did so much for me. In so many different ways. Allowed me to grow. Allowed me to progress. Allowed me to develop. Allowed me to get smarter. Stronger. Mentally. Everything. It just did everything correct for me. And you know. It was so much fun. And I learned so much things. And I think it's only right that I share it. What I'm going to do. Is going to be a lot. Like. My first ever episode. I think. I will walk on for a bit. I don't know how long, we're going to find out, 2018 was the crazy year. Then in a bit, I will switch it up and I will have my brother on later. Just like the first episode. And before we get into all of that, I do want to explain something quick. Um, The plan or the layout or the structure of the... <laughs> the plan, the layout, structure of this year, the podcast this season, is basically going to be like this, right? It's going to be 10 episodes. That's first season. Then I'm going to take a little break. Then we're going to hear it back. Okay. Then we're going to start second season. You get me? So. I obviously. Believe in consistency. And always just you know. Try my best to keep you entertained. Yeah. So I will obviously try my best. Every Friday to get it out. But. There's only a certain limit to which. Man could just go ham for. To get me. So. It is a lot of work. Getting these people. Like putting. Getting guests together. Finding a place. Recording. Editing. Putting it out. Promote for a week straight, da, da, da. Oh, I ain't complaining. <laughs> Trust me, I ain't complaining. But I'm just trying to say, sometimes I need break. And sometimes I also need more time to plan for the bigger guests. Because there has been a couple where I, I was looking to make some moves. And it's just falling out because I was trying to rush it. Do you get me? I was trying to rush it. And you should never do that. So when a break comes, I will be gone for about two to three weeks max. Which is, you know, it's nothing. It gives you time to, to catch up. Okay, to catch up. But um, I had planned for the last five including this one and like i said this episode is going to be about me talking about what 2018 has taught me first and foremost 2018 yeah it felt like well it flew by like it actually just flew by but it also felt like several years put into one like i know you you know what i mean right like i don't mean that it just stretched out forever i mean like it felt like a lot of life lessons, a lot of different lifetimes in one year. Like, there were certain parts of the year that energies were different. Like, vibes were different. The emotions were different, you know what I mean? So, I remember, obviously, early January times, yeah. I started off New Year's with an L. <laughs> Me, the madam, no, that's it. <laughs> that's it, literally, it was an L. We'll leave it there and it. Man, staying at home this year for New Year's. I ain't stepping up because I learnt my lesson. Then as time went on, you know, uni, I started to pattern up. Then I was also taking L's there at the same time. But life was still good. Life was still good. Life was going. But it also felt like um, not much was happening at the same time. Like my life was just centred around uni at that period. You know that point around February to um, April? Where uni's kind of just taking over your time and you're just panicking about exams. 
So I was in that I was in that mode, right? So besides me going to Krypton Conan early March, I think or mid March, that whole period, I think we could just leave it. I think it can just go. Another thing that I did when I started this year was that um I started a little memories page on my notes, right? Because, you know, life goes by so quick, sometimes it just flies by, you know what I mean? It just flies by and we just forget certain things. Like, certain months just fly by, you're thinking, what did I do? So I started writing down memories like, oh, I went, I did this, I went to the corner, and, oh, I had exam. Like, important things to me, anything that meant anything to me. And I would encourage that for other people. Because it's good to just look back and just be like, okay. Then you can review it, yeah, you know? You can review everything you've done, you can review the L's, the wins, and all of it. So, speaking of all of that, I want to go through it quick, innit? I want to go through the kind of things that I went through it and also want to just, you know, say what it meant to me, innit? I know I could talk about everything before summer, but I feel like the only thing that I did before summer was give blood, which is worth mentioning. It, um, it was uh, around late January, a friend of mine encouraged me to go give blood in it. And the thing was, it was like, they said to me, Nads, go give blood. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Like, um, what was it, like, where do I have to go? What do I have to do? To do? But it's such a simple thing, right? You go, they take your blood, you go home. <laughs> no, they give you loads of free food first. Then you go home. But you know what the thing is, yeah? You're helping someone. You're saving lives. You're supporting people. We all have friends that are anemic, fam. We have friends that are anemic. And there's also children out there, elderly people out there, actually sitting there needing your blood. And we're sitting here, alhamdulillah, perfectly healthy. No one's stopping you, do you get what I mean? Like, it was just, it was such a small gesture. And the thing is, yeah, which is even more perfect about it, you can't donate. If you donate once, like at one point, let's say you donate in January, you can't donate for another three months. So that gives you enough time to just be like, yeah, cool, and then go back again. So, f- all you have to do is donate four times in one year. I hope the maths was right. <laughs> I hope the maths was right. But yeah, all you have to do is donate four times in one year. And I remember I put the video on my Snapchat and shout out to people there that actually signed up and also supported the thing, yeah. But it's blood.org.uk, yeah? Oh, giveblood.org.uk. Well, I go sign up, go to the nearest GP clinic, da, 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 and just give blood. People actually need it. Bruv, we all know someone that's anemic. There's children out here that need it, elderly people that need it. I know I said it twice, but that's the real fact of it. And I think giving blood was a beautiful thing and I loved it. And it was easy to just give away something like that. Because Alhamdulillah, we're healthy enough to do so. So I did it. Boom. Another, um, I want, what else do I want to talk about? I want to talk about um, when I went skydiving. I want to talk about when I went skydiving because to me, that was probably one of the greatest things I've ever done in my whole entire life. Ever. I, I not even the experiences like of jumping out of a plane but to do it all for charity was just so beautiful all oh my days man like shout out my bro Muhammad because he knows that when I hit him up that when I first hit him up I was thinking bro I want to go skydiving for my birthday I was like yeah I want to go skydiving for my birthday then I remember because my birthday's in May exams came and everything got delayed so it was like it kept it going and going and going then bro was like yo Ramadan's coming up like Let's do this for charity. Like, let's raise as much as we can during Ramadan. And then let's do the jump after. And, you know, shout out him. Obviously, it was his idea, but it was a beautiful cause in general. So, 
Ramadan came and as you guys know, we went out there. We um, we promoted the whole thing and it was just it was amazing. Well, like the support we got for everybody was so sick, and we raised a thousand pound for charity, and we sent it to African Relief to sponsor orphans in Africa, and it was amazing. And Alhamdulillah for the opportunity because people don't get opportunities like that, and God graced us with that one. So I want to say shout out my bro Muhammad always, because he really joined me on something that I'll never ever forget my whole entire life. The whole video is on YouTube if you want to see it at the same channel, um, Team Ozzy TV. It's there. It's a good clip. It's a long clip. I hope you enjoy it. And with the experience itself, it was like, yo, I remember I got there, and then Muhammad wasn't like he wasn't scared of it. Obviously, there's nerves. Nerves are nerves in it. But being scared is another thing in it. And neither of us were actually scared. Like, we were nervous. Because, you know, we're about to jump out of a plane. But, but none of us were scared. And it was like, when we got there, I, I remember they delayed us. Because we were supposed to jump as soon as, basically, after we got briefed, we were supposed to jump. But we had to wait four hours. And when I told you, the nerves were building up. The nerves were building up so much. And it just made it very tacky. You know? But fast forward now, we're... And then the thing is, yeah, people, a lot of people ask me this. Is it scary? Is it scary? Is it scary? The only thing that gets you scared or gets you feeling uncomfortable or on edge is you overthinking. Because, you know, I, I said it in the video as well, and this is like my Will Smith quote that, I, quote that I banged out this year. Your best life is on the other side of fear. You know, this fear thing, I swear to you, it's just, it's just some fake barrier. I promise, it's just a fake barrier. <laughs> you just gotta push past it. Because it was like, I remember me and Muhammad when we got ready, yeah. We was in a jump suit or whatever. And we are just standing there, waiting for the guys to come back. And I promise you, they took like 10 minutes. We didn't speak. Like, we didn't speak. We were both just staring at the ground deep in life. Like, fully deep in life. Just because of, the, like, the feeling it gives. Like, you were just so anxious thinking about every possible outcome of it. But as soon as you get onto the little plane and they close the door, when I tell you all of that leaves flies out, literally flies out the window, all that, everything, and you're just on a spiritual high, ready to jump, I promise you, and with the experience itself, it was so bliss, and so beautiful, like, it, I know, like, if I do it in another country, like Dubai, where it's clear skies, it would have been better, but, you know, the UK with the clouds and everything, it was a bit wet, and it was obviously mad cold, but it was still also such an amazing experience, literally such an amazing experience, and altogether, one of the best things I've ever done. To do it for charity. To do it with one of my best friends that I've known all my life. And to also do something that I wanted to like get off my bucket list forever. At the age of, I think I was 18 at the time. No, 19. It was just, it was just beautiful. Innit? So, alhamdulillah for that always. So, with that whole experience, I would say that I learned something that's very important, right? When it comes to charity, or doing good in general, right? First and foremost, I encourage everybody to do their part. Because, you know, there's always something you can do. Always something you can do. And always try your best to find a way to get involved. Because, you know, there's people out here that's less fortunate. And if you just do good for the sake of Allah, then that will always come back your way. Get me? Another thing is as well, and when it comes to, like, um, when people talk about how somebody will go do good and they'll record themselves giving food to a homeless person, right? Some people do actually just take the piss and like they just show it when they don't need to like if you're just feeding one person then it's like okay bro like do that privately like mashallah whatever just do that privately innit? but the thing i'm talking about is like um 
when I saw a group of these girls, a group of gla- black girls, mashallah, um, I can't remember who, what organisation they were with or anything like that, but I just remember seeing a video on Twitter and they went around handing around bags of clothes, socks, because you have to understand, bro, it's cold out here, so stuff like that matter the most, innit? Like staying warm, literally staying alive. So they're handing out clothes, blankets, food, you know, meal deals, water, like, and it was beautiful. Like, may Allah reward them, innit? And the thing is, right, when they recorded it and put it out there, you can't look at that and then be like, oh, why these girls did it? The importance of charity, right, is to first and foremost do good and help others. Another thing is when you show it to a wider audience, you're inspiring people. You know, as one person or as a group, there's only so much you can do in it. So the importance of it is to show others and to inspire them. That's why you would put it on YouTube. And that's why you would put it out there on Twitter. So that other people can look at it and be like, what? I need to go do that too. Or I need to play my part. Or I need to do this. Because when it came to the skydiving thing, like, I remember one of my boys hit me up. And he was inspired by it. And he started raising money for his charity. And inshallah, his charity skydiving is actually coming up very, very soon in it. So shout out him. And it's like, to me, when he first texted me and he said that to me, Wallahi, I felt so emotional, fam. I felt so emotional because that's what it's all about, fam. It's always about inspiring other people to do good too. Because more than anything, like I said, you can only do so much as a person. You get me? There's more power in inspiring others than you just running around trying to do as much as possible. Because of course, yeah, of course, that's that's a good way to go about it. But to also inspire others, that's even more important. So when it comes to charity, that's like my overall viewpoint of it. Charity is everything. Like charity is everything. We have so much to be grateful for. We have so much around us. We, most of us are living in good houses, good heat, and we've got a roof, got food. But a lot of people don't. Like people in the streets that were passing every day, they don't. So just doing your part, giving blood, giving charity just fundraisers, anything you can do, you know what I mean, like literally anything you can do, there's also a new app, I'm actually going to just shout it out, there's a new app called um, Share a Meal, or Share The Meal actually, yeah. amazing, well, like, amazing, it's like 35p, uh, like a, a meal, so like, if you donate 35p, they would then transfer it into a certain amount, da, 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 and send it off, and make sure it gets the, the right people, do you get me? So like every single time you have a bit of change or da, 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 you can just send it off and just feed somebody fam. It is 2018 and we need to start taking these resources to the max as I'm just trying to say in it. So shout out to people that run that app as well because it's waving. So yeah, that's a major thing I learned this year. Charity is... Moving on now, yeah. Um, I think the best part of this year had to be during the World Cup period, right? And I want to get into the World Cup period but before that, let me lay out how my year went in it, so I can just slice I just lead up to it. So I went I went wireless, right? On a Sunday. Wireless on a Sunday. Pff, I didn't even need to speak about it. Amazing. Drake, gigs, shut down. Yeah. Then the day after, so I'm talking about I was on a Sunday, Monday, I went on a flight with the man. Yep. Bougie lifestyle. <laughs> Bougie lifestyle. <laughs> my year is very different. The whole gang's year is very different. So we uh, we flew out that Monday morning, right? Um, to an unknown, to an unknown destination. <laughs> can't can't speak too tough on the location here, yeah? but let's just say we was living our best lives. Isn't it? And I think no, obviously I'm not gonna go into the deal of the holiday because you know it was just a lot of fun, isn't it? Like we had peds, beach, everything was sick. 
But the thing was that it it just showed me the importance of a holiday in it. Because, you know, it's been so long since I went on holiday. I think the last time I went was... Um, I wouldn't even count it really, but it was in 2015. I went to Holland for like three weeks with my family. And, bro, it was good. Like, I was at peace spiritually. I was good. Like, it's such a peaceful like country there. So, that was a lot of fun. But it's not really the same kind of thing. And it's actually like going and just, you know, going to a beach and just chilling. Like, it's, it's a whole different vibe in it. So, when it comes to holidays, it's like they're actually a detox. They're detox and they're necessary, cause you know um, this country is disgusting. <laughs> like this country is actually disgusting. Like, like we all know it. Like I'm looking outside right now and it's so, it's so dark and cloudy and it's just butters, man. Like it's actually just butters, and I can't be asked for it anymore. So if, like, if you want to leave, go. Like just get out of it. Even you have to go two, three days, cause I know a, a lot of people that actually just went Paris during this Christmas holiday and you know the the feedback of Paris wasn't really that good I think they just got gassed by the Eiffel Tower this time of year but because Paris actually just a racist country and I, I knew this already but every all the girls that came back screaming Paris is dead Paris is dead I was like we already told you man Paris ain't a place man it ain't a place but getting back onto the topic here um, when I was talking about the whole Earlier when I was talking about recording your memories or capturing memories because life flies by. Another thing is with it when it comes to holidays and stuff. You need to take as much <laughs> as possible. Like, you need to just be recording all the time because, you know, me and my boy shout are you. We vlogged on our holiday, right? We vlogged. And it weren't a post and we get back home thing. Like, it's something now I can just watch whenever I want. It's like a six to eight minute video of just us vlogging and just, you know, just enjoying ourselves and it was just so sick so i think the importance of holidays also to also capture memories because like i said time flies and it's like you're there for 10 days but then as soon as you it feel like it'll feel like a whole month but as soon as you get back to end it's like oh i miss it i miss it so the memories are so important they actually got me through so many sad times i can't even like <laughs> you know oh you know bro if you've been in holiday this summer i know you scroll back through your snapchat memories hella times Hella time, so it just gets like that. I can't lie to you, it gets like that. But moving on, yeah, you know, actually, I'm, I'm actually gonna tell you where I was. I was in Croatia with Amanda, yeah. so we went to Croatia, and, and Croatia was, was super sick. We had a lot of fun, I can't lie to you. But the maddest thing is, isn't it? Because you have to understand, this was during the World Cup. We were there when England lost to them. <laughs> we were there when England lost to them, fam. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? L, we were in Croatia. When we, England, got kicked out of the World Cup. <laughs> it was the biggest L. Oh my days, blood. I remember I was sitting there and I was watching it and it was just me and all you. It was at the back and we were trying our best like to just be like calm about it. Because it was like 20,000 Croatia fans, Croatia residents. I mean, I'm not saying fans, their country. Just sitting there, we're all watching it together. And I remember when the game finished absolute pain because they were turning up for like the next two days and we were there for the next two days like cars were going off like they were beeping their honks there was flags everywhere nobody slept like it was so mad 
And I'm just thinking, bro, like, why? Out of all countries, why did we come here, fam? But it was just, oh, it was so funny, you know, but... <laughs> all, all else are experienced at the end of the day, innit? It was a lot of fun, I can't lie to you. I had a lot, a lot of fun with the mandarin. And even though this summer wasn't, probably wasn't, actually definitely wasn't as crazy as 2016 summer, I would choose this one because it, it, was, it was stability. Like, I was happy the whole time. Now, I didn't want to talk about how much money I spent because ridiculous here. Yeah. But that's another thing I learned, you know. It's more important to be happy than having money in your account. I can't lie to you. Of course, you can do both. You can always do both in it. And I did prepare for it. I can't lie, I did prepare. But at the same time, like, I wasn't worried about spending money. Like, it was never a problem. Because I knew I was going to be happy. And I knew I was going to live my best life. You, you can't just be like, this summer's going to be the one I'm going to live my best life. You have to go out there and live your best life. you got to do all these things. That's why you got to hit wireless. you got to hit Croatia. you got to go skydiving. you got to do all these things, fam. All in just one summer, fam. So I'm actually very grateful for this summer. It was a lot of fun. And then coming back into the uni world as well. And it was like, oh. It didn't bring me down, actually. It just... It just hyped me up like I was ready for the new year. I was ready to get started. And it's like... I have learned so much about the unity. It's mad. I have learned so much about people. It's mad, right? I've I've actually... Like, I've always been a confident person. That's like just being fact. Well... Since like a nine, I was shy before that. But um, since then it's been like, it wasn't about like portraying my confidence to other people. It was about being confident within myself. I know that, that just came out. I'm not, that just came out, bro. That's a little hard. I can't lie. But um, you know what I mean. Innit? I'm confident within myself. Innit? Like I'm content and I'm happy within myself. So then that kind of energy that's in me has to also be what comes out of me. Innit? Do you get me? I'm just like, cool. Um, and I learned that when it comes to the uni thing, being that person can be, it can, it can be weird and it, it can be very weird because people are weird, right? I've been in situations where people will take your kindness for weakness. People will take advantage of the way you move. People will just be unnecessarily evil like you know when it just makes no sense and you're just trying to be good and you're just trying to make things happen and people just evil for no reason people backstab backbite do everything and it's like the uni experience is actually mad lonely it's actually mad lonely like you could be around loads of people but it's lonely because when it comes to the uni thing you're still it's the last final time where you're allowed to find yourself before you hit the real world I'm okay. I'm dropping gems, bro. I'm dropping gems. Man said it's the last chance to find yourself before you hit the reward. So you got three years, okay. And when it comes to starting off in the first year, it's getting comfortable. No way is to be around new people because you meet so much new people in it. And for a lot of people, Amy, this they haven't been able to do that because, especially in my case, in it, I can only speak for myself right now. I went to primary school on one road, and my high school was on the next road. That was most. That was my whole life. Do you hear me? And my sixth form was in that high school too. Do you hear me? So I was trapped in the same two roads all my life. Then you're telling me I'm going to a big, big uni when I'm seeing thousands of new people. Do you hear me? So to some people that can be overwhelming, but if you're already 
to a level or stage where you understand it and you know yourself, then it should be alright to get me. So when I'm saying with the uni thing, it's about figuring out who you are before someone decides who you are. Oh, <laughs> I've done it again. Let me say that again. The uni thing is about figuring out who you are before someone else decides who you are. Do you get me? And I was talking about the whole influence thing with somebody else the other day. Or yesterday, actually, even. And it's like, when it comes to influence that somebody can put on somebody on you, right? There's two things to it. If it's a positive influence that someone's trying to help you, someone's trying to guide you, I can support that, I can get that. But when it comes to the negative thing, there's two sides to it. You either want to be influenced and you're actually intrigued by what they're presenting to you. Or secondly, you're just weak. <laughs> you're just weak. And by that I mean like, like when it comes to finding yourself, right? Or developing as a person or whatever. It's a period where you're left vulnerable. Isn't it? Where you're left vulnerable. You're where you're easily influenced and susceptible to change. And I just said susceptible. I don't know if you heard what I said, but I said susceptible, which means like likely to be influenced. And when it comes to that, I say that you have to stick to your own morals and find your own path. Because not everybody wants the best for you. And that's, that's been clear since day one. But not everybody wants the best for you. People are really weird. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to get on to next. Because it's like, when it comes to doing something, like when you have a hustle, are we not all meant to support each other? Fam? Like, are we actually not all meant to be supporting each other? If somebody comes out with a new thing, they're like, yo, I'm trying to do this. Boom, whole culture should be behind them. We be screaming black excellence all the time. But why do we struggle to get behind each other? I don't get it. Because it's like, some things you can support, some things you can't. But it's like, why can't we support everything? Why can't we support everyone? Why can't everybody support everybody? Do you get me? Because even for my thing, like, I ain't even, I ain't even like, Bruv, I'm grateful for the support I've got. You get me? Like, I'm grateful. I was shocked. I was shocked. I can't lie to you. Like, and I'm grateful. I've been, I've been saying that. But at the same time, the maddest thing is, yeah, people I ain't spoken to in years. People I ain't cool with. Just people I don't even know. Wallahi. I'm literally getting messages from them saying they rate what I'm doing. They rate the podcast. They rate everything. And I love it, man. Shout out every single one of you. But at the same time, People I've known all my life, certain people ain't even messaged, man. Ain't even said nothing to me. And it's like, you know, man's not saying, oh, I'm going to burn the bridge. Bro, it's all love. It's always, always loving it. I'm just trying to say, like, why can't everybody just support everybody, blood? Why does it have to be that underlying tone of pettiness, of jealousy and pride? And it just annoys me, man. Can we just throw pride out the window, please? <laughs> Can we just throw pride out of the window? Pride is actually not good for anything. Pride stops everything, actually. The only thing it's good for is being bad. Like, I, I feel like I'm going to rant right now, but I swear to you, pride is probably one thing that I learned to take out of my system this year. I learned to take out of my system. You could, like... The, the saying, taking pride in work, is different to having pride within yourself, as in the ego slash thing because that allows you to just do things and move a certain type of way that you, you normally wouldn't 
and it's it's actually embarrassing. <laughs> it's actually embarrassing when I see certain people take this pride thing too far. You can betray yourself as a certain type of person while being humble. You can be respected while being humble. You can do anything on this earth while being humble. But you can't do the pride thing all the time. It don't work, man. It pushes people away from it. It doesn't work at all. So this is... Let's relax with the pride thing. Let's all support each other. For real. Like, for real, for real. Let's all support each other. Now let me talk about probably the biggest lesson of the year for me. You know, when it comes to growing up, you know, going through things as a man, as whatever, you know, life can get hard. Life can get hard. The older and older you get, life does get harder. And it's like, what I learned this year is that the good times were not lost. Yeah? The bad times were not lost. You get me? You have to learn to be content. Okay? And satisfied with your way of life for you to actually reach this thing called happiness. Do you get me? You can't go out there into this world Put your whole heart on your sleeve and just hope for the best. Because the way the world works is wicked, okay? As in bad, wicked, like messed up. I don't even know why he's wicked. <laughs> but it's messed up, fam. Anything can happen, bro. Especially in London. Bro, anything can happen. Do you get me? So you, as an individual, you need to pre your own life, right? Pre your own life. Set out your own goals, yeah? Then, actually no, before you set out your own goals, this is what you need to do. Look around you, okay? Look around you and realise that you have everything that you need. That you have everything that you need so far. To live, just to survive. That you have everything you need to, to survive, okay? Because a lot of ambitious people out there, so relax. Everything you need to survive is already within your grasp. Well, I hope for most of you guys listen. Yeah, you've already got that. Now you're going for that extra step. Now you're going for everything more. Because, you know, we're trying to, 2019, we're trying to grab the world, bruv. We're coming for everything, okay? We're coming for everything, the whole culture. We're coming for everything. Being content refers to a state of satisfaction, right? A state of satisfaction, like being in a peaceful state of satisfaction. And you can't do that. If you try to control everything. Do you get me? you got a plan for certain things. So at least you're, you're progressing and you're going somewhere. But trying to control everything will never work. So you need to check your own emotions. Check the people around you. And understand that you got to be grateful for everything. And as long as you're heading in the right direction... Then Alhamdulillah, everything else is in God's hands. Everything else is in God's hands. You get me? That's why I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell no one. Oh, try your best to go be happy or da 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 da. Because happiness itself, or just the good times, it don't last, man. It actually doesn't last. I've never seen anybody like I'm being happy for the whole day. Like I'm being happy. The day was good, but there was definitely bad times, bro. <laughs> Nobody puts their bad times. Nobody puts their struggles or their L's. On social media, do you get me? Like, a lot of you, like, probably saw man winning this year, and alhamdulillah, I was doing some good stuff, but man took some L's, you know. 
Like, I took some L's, man. But man took those by myself. Because I know I'm still good. Man was never sitting there crying. Man was never doing this. I was still going. Do you get me? That's just the importance of it. To keep on going and to keep on understanding that as long as you have this bigger picture to aim for, you're going to be alright, fam. That you're going to be alright. Because 2018 wasn't a year I planned for. It wasn't. And like I said, New Year started off with an L. And I was worried. I didn't know where it was going. Didn't know where it was heading. And it ended up being the year that probably set me up for the rest of my life. Like, no joke. It set me up for everything. And I'm ready for everything. I'm ready for 2019. Bring on 2019 right now. Another major lesson, yeah, came in a form of self-love. So let's talk about self-love for a minute, right? Most of the time when I'm giving advice to people, it's just simply like this. Learn to love yourself, right? Learn to be alone. Learn to treat yourself, spoil yourself, you know, and just... Because when you set the standard for yourself, when you set the love standard for yourself, then everything else will just click. You ain't got to ask, like, for advice, for relationship advice, because you know what it means to love yourself. Like, you know what it means. So why are you going to ask anybody else? Like, the person you chat to, your partner, whatever, if they ain't showing you the love that you're showing yourself, at least, like, at least, then it's not enough. Self-love allows you to progress, allows you to focus on yourself, allows you to be who you need to be at all times. And that can come in the form of anything, you know, treating your body good, exercising, reading books, all these things help you improve, develop and just become a better person. So that counts as self-love. Going to a spa, getting a massage, da 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 counts as self-love. You're taking care of yourself. Doing the whole, because obviously I see this on social media, and I'm actually tired of social media, and I'm tired of speaking about it, but people do this whole, oh, I need, I need, oh, I need a girl to take care of me, I need a girl to go do this for me, I need a guy to do that for me, I need a guy to do this for me. Do it yourself. <laughs> do it your blood clot self. Oh, my days, man. It's not hard to just love yourself and take care of yourself, though, is it? And yeah, you may be thinking, um, you know, that's a general kind of thing, but it's like, I learned that this year. Like, I learned the importance of it or more time. It was reinforced into my life. The whole concept of, or the importance of loving yourself. Because it's like, when, it's, when I start off the year, I remember those times where I, 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 didn't, I didn't hate myself because there's no way, come on, keynotes. <laughs> but... But um, there was there was things I'd done and I was like, bro, man, I used to just cuss myself out. I used to cuss myself out, whatever. And then um, I saw this um, I saw this interview um, of Michael Schofield, you know, from Prison Break. I can't exactly remember his name. Um, Wentworth Miller. That's what his name. Yeah, Wentworth Miller. Yeah, he, I think he was at Oxbridge or Cambridge, and he was doing a talk. And he was talking about how. When it comes to loving yourself, right? Self-love again. It's all about having conversations with yourself. So, like I said earlier this year, I used to cuss myself out. <laughs> I used to be like, boy, you waste money. How I could do that. And that was only after I reflected on the situation, right? And then it was like, he said, the way we treat others, right? 
the way we would treat others is so different to the way we treat ourselves. So let's say I see somebody, one of my boys do something wrong or take it out or whatever. Straight up, I'll be like, bro, bro, it's light, it's nothing, don't worry, you're good, you're fine, da, da, da. But if I take it out, I'm cussing myself, I'm, I'm cussing myself up fully, like, and it's not good, it's not healthy, it's actually toxic, right? So when I say the whole self-love thing, it's all about those conversations to yourself as well. Because let's not lie, <laughs> let's not lie to ourselves, yeah, we all have conversations to ourselves. And it's like, it can be out loud or whatever, because sometimes, bro, I'll be on the same way I am talking out loud to myself right now, right here. I can have those conversations to myself. I, I'll do that. Because more time, the good energy that you have should always be put within yourself. You get me? Like, it should always be put within yourself. More than anything, it's mad important to show love to everybody. But if you ain't showing love to yourself first, then what's actually the point? If you're not having good conversations with yourself, if you're not motivating yourself, if you're not loving yourself, then nothing's really going to work for you, is it? That there's no point being a dark cloud within yourself and then just spreading that sun everywhere else to get me. So that's what I just got to say about the self-love thing. It's probably, I wouldn't say the most important thing I learned this year because, you know, there are different levels to it, but I feel like it affected me the most. It allowed me to find myself, right? Find myself just in time to figure out who I am and what I want to do. Do you understand? So that's the whole important part of it. And I think it works best at all components of life, you know. Within yourself, out there, in uni, dealing with stress. All of these things, if you take the time to, you know, appreciate yourself, appreciate your body, appreciate your free time. Then everything will just click eventually, you know. Everything will click eventually. And it ain't easy. It ain't easy. I never said it was. It's a progress. It's an up and down. It's a roller coaster. But it's something worth do- worth doing. Investing in yourself more than anything is important. So I would definitely say that. I would definitely say go do that right now. On another note, yeah. I was looking at my um, tweets this year, basically, right? Because whenever I tweet something that I like, I end up DMing it to myself. In it, so it wasn't hard to find them. I just looked at my own DMs. And then I found that one tweet, this one tweet I liked a lot, yeah. I said that there's too many talented and creative people stuck in an education system not built for them, right? And this tweet actually ended up doing numbers, you know. It got half a million impressions on Twitter. Half a million people basically saw it, right? It got like 4K retweets or whatever. And I, I was happy that it did numbers because then, you know, that means that it meant a lot to people. And people could relate to it. Because it was just a genuine tweet. It wasn't like some banner tweet or no picture to it. No nothing. It was literally just those words right there. Along with a whole thread of me just waffling. But me going along the same lines. And my whole point is right. Not even to the extremist case. But when you need, when you want to do something. There should never really be anything in your way. There should never be anything in your way. Maybe besides yourself actually. We always say you're your own biggest enemy and that's the truth, you know. I, I'm my biggest enemy at times. I procrastinate, I'm lazy. I procrastinate, wow. And I'm lazy, da, 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 and it happens, you know what I mean? But I'm stopping myself to get me. That's the only person stopping me to get me. If I try to do something creative like this podcast, right? And then, you know, because actually I did get hate from two, two people. Asking mad questions and that, but it was like, 
Like, nobody can tell my no, though. Do you get me? Nobody can tell me no. And nobody's comments can stop me either. So for you, and the same thing, I'm not saying... <laughs> I hate when I sound like I'm saying drop out of uni, but I'm not. I'm not saying drop out of uni. I'll never say drop out of uni. Do you get me? Because it's like, I'm just trying to say... The talents that some people have, the talents that everybody technically has, and the creative side to it as well, is things that should be pursued, right? It's a human's objective to stimulate any creativity they have within them, you know? I'm just saying that it takes courage, firstly, to go and pursue something outside of the education system. Because the education system is the is the easy thing to do. It's the easy step to take. And, you know, we're comfortable doing it. We're very comfortable inside it, you know? Like I said, we've been doing it all our lives. But the thing is, a lot of us are not using, you know, the talents that God gave us. And you can't be doing them things out of fear. Do you get me? You can't be doing them things out of fear. And I'm not saying that you have to take it so far. You ain't got to take it far. I'm just trying to say use it, fam. Just use it to just, as a hobby, as a fun thing to do, just use it. Don't suppress it. Because that's what education does. I realise it stops creativity. It actually stops creativity. It doesn't allow creativity to thrive at all, you know? So before I go too far and end up, you know, Cussing the education system that I'm part of and, you know, me myself being a uni student. I'm just trying to say at the end of the day that there's there's more to life. And more time, there isn't just one thing that you should be doing. You know, there isn't just one thing that you should be doing. There's so many things in this world that you can do. Like, I've got a list of things I actually want to achieve. I've got a list of things that I want to achieve, some in different stages of my life, you know. And it's like, a degree is definitely one of them. A degree is definitely one of them. Right, right now I'm sitting here. I don't know what I'm going to do with my degree yet. But I want my degree. I want it. And I also want to do my podcast forever. <laughs> and I also want to do that. And I also want to do this. And I also want to do, you know, there's just so many things I want to do. And it's like, obviously you can happy be, you can be happy and content with the one or two things. That's fine. I'm never going to tell somebody to change. I'm just trying to sometimes take a closed mind and just open it up a bit. Just open it up a bit and put some perspective inside there. Because like I said, there's there's more to life. There's more to life. There's more to achieve. You know, sitting there rotting away sometimes, it's it's easy to do. <laughs> it's easy to do, but getting up, chasing your dreams, putting in work, grafting for years, that's not easy to do. You know what I mean? So you got to make that, you got to make that transition. You got to make that transition. And another thing I will say, when it comes to setting out goals, when it comes to trying to achieve anything in life here, please always think long term in it. Don't always think, okay, I'm gonna start oh I'm gonna start trading and it's gonna start banging straight away and that's it. Boom. I'm just gonna start doing sixty K profit a week and that's it. I'm blowing Range Rover, I'm chilling. <laughs> Don't think like that. Because trading works. No let's not lie to ourselves, you know. Forget about all the different ways that certain man approach you when they're talking about trading. The trading thing works. It's all got to do with you just putting in the work, right? YouTube, same thing, works, blogging, writing, um, gym fitness, all of it, it just works. If you're trying to just jump in the gym, don't think, yeah, calm, man's going to go for two months, yeah, by the time it's, by the time it's March, man's going to go, mm, man's going to be wedged, I'm going to get six pack, did it? nope, that's not how it works, for the girls be like, oh, I'm going to go do 100 squats and go home and that's it, no, that's not how it works, it's long term plan, be like, okay. By the time it's 
flip what time is let's say 2019 starts right set your goals for by the time it hits 2020 oh my days it's gonna be 2020 oh my days that's scary but yeah by the time it's 2020 to get me only do six months to yeah minimum plans i would say actually no i would say minimum minimum about three months maybe three months is still like nothing in it but that's the short term i guess but long-term plan thinking if you ever think in long term think a year plus a year plus and that's it because that's the only way things realistically work to get me when they're trying to do something it's the only realistic thing if you're trying to start up a new thing trying to do business even in the world you gotta think long term start planning and start making moves straight away but everything else like the success and everything don't think that's gonna come straight away don't think that's gonna be at your doorstep by the time you start and you know why you're doing it don't pre no one else please like, don't pre no one else's journey yours might take let's say two, you, there's two of you right let's say there's three people let's just do this analogy right and you're all going for the same goal let's say you're going for a million pound right if it takes you 10 years yeah and it takes the second person two years and it takes the other person 20 years you all got there like you all got there in your own timing and in God's timing but you got there you had the same goal but you got there to get me you can't do nothing about it. there's no point watching somebody else because you know if it was like um he done it in two years and then you're on your eighth year you're like oh i'm gonna give up because he did it in two years and i still ain't done it but it was only two years away from you reaching it if you were gonna reach it on the tenth year to get me i don't know if that was a whack analogy or whatever but hopefully you understood don't watch other people while you're going on these journeys because it's your journey just your journey no one else's you know you have to put in the work you have to put in those overshifts you have to do the planning and you have to do everything for yourselves to get me from so i think that's it i think that's it <laughs> it's been 15 minutes of nads talking and i think there was just so much more like i think there's actually so much more i could talk about but I feel like that's enough to at least round up or at least enough for you guys to just take in to get me. I feel like I dropped a few gems in there and I felt like it was helpful. I hope it was helpful, you know. Another thing I do want to say though, because I might have said this in my first podcast as well. Actually, wait, my little brother did <laughs> My little brother's not coming on, by the way. I think I said that in the beginning, but he ain't coming on. Um, I end up just thinking, yeah, let me just go all the way. And just do this whole thing by myself, a solo one, for the first time ever. And what I was going to say is that, like, I'm going to be doing this podcast for a long, long time. You know what I mean? Like, a long time. That's my plan. I have no, like, limit on it. It's not, like, a career kind of thing. But it's, like, something that I wanted to do. I wouldn't call it a hobby either. Because I do enjoy it so much, but I wouldn't call it a hobby either. Because... Hobbies are not really something you put out there too much. And, you know, this is something I'm putting out there every single week. And it's something where I'm trying my best to entertain you guys, inform you guys. And, you know, keep the consistency as much as I do. And bring on guests that can also tell their stories and, you know, inspire people as much as they can. And with that being said, and with that being the foundation of the whole podcast here, I think it's important that we continue to keep it out there. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So more than anything, I'm so grateful for you guys' support. Like, fully, I'm so grateful for you guys' support. 
you man got me all the time. And it's this, and it's actually this simple, right? I post every single Friday, okay? Every single Friday, I'll post the episode. You know, once in a while, I might drop two, uh, just, you know, because I can, because sometimes I do get ahead of schedule and, you know, I've got an extra episode or whatever. But most of the time, it will be me dropping every single Friday, in it? And the importance of it isn't like, you know, man ain't trying to, what, be some famous guy with a podcast. I ain't trying to do that. I ain't trying to do that. I'm just trying to have my words heard, to get me? I'm trying to hurt my words heard. I'm trying to get people on the show who have things to say and also have their words heard. And I just have some good conversations, you know, get what I'm trying to say. Because a podcast is something you could just listen to. And the thing is, I have some really good episodes, like, lined up and guests on the show. And I don't know if you, like, haven't noticed already, right? But my episodes are very different. <laughs> like, each one's going to be very different. Like, some of the guests that I'm going to have on the show, like, coming up and so far, like, you know, they're all different people. Like, you can see it already. The things you spoke about, the topics already, they've already been very different. And the things they have to say are even more different. And coming up for the next five episodes, <laughs> it's even like more. Like it's very, very different. I'm not even gonna get into it because they are very different. But there are people that are coming up that are inspiring. You know, they've done some good stuff, good some good work. Others who have just you know have stories to tell. Others that I'm just there to banter with. I can't lie to you, just to banter with and you know bring back even more stories and just have some fun and just have some childish conversations. Yeah. And the whole essence of it is, you know, taking people's taking people's word, you know, and giving them a platform. And that's what I said and I was going to do from the beginning. Do you get me? I said it, I was going to do from the beginning. It was going to be a platform for everybody. And I just can't wait to get started for 2019, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you, bruv, to everybody that's been involved so far. It's been a lot of fun so far. This is episode 5 of the Listen Podcast. You know, myself. And I'll see you guys in the next one.